Good. Good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're live. Uh, I'm honored today to have Pitbull himself on the live. Uh, you know, now that I'm in South Florida, you guys know I know all the coolest people, the flyest people. So I got Mr. 305, Mr. Dale. He's uh, he's with us. So, Al, what's going on, bro? Man, so excited to be here. I feel like I'm honored. You know, we're bringing the East Coast, the West Coast here together. This, you know, and, 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 and I feel like you truly belong in Florida. So well, you've been here since you got here last year. I was looking at some photos been fun and um and we've got a lot of growth a lot of a lot of growth here in south florida to keep growing and doing good things so and uh i know you're working in central florida we've been working in some central florida projects too and it's excited to have you in, in, in state of florida you know we need more dcs in florida from california so so we're we're excited man yeah we're excited. I, I appreciate you man like for those of you who don't know i go way back with al i mean i think i met al at my first mike ferry retreat in yeah, florida what was that, like 20, 2014, 2015? I think it was 14. I must have yeah. been 14 or 15. 14, actually, because that was my first one. Yeah, that was like my yeah. second live event. So we go way back. And for those of you that don't know, I mean, I was, I've always seen your growth from day one. And the door knocking was my thing even back then. But you were on Twitch back then, even doing that, doing the videos on Twitch, I think it was, whatever it was. And, and, and you were doing the videos back before anybody was doing videos. So that was cool for the door knocking sessions. And I, I killed it, man. I, I built my business. I don't know how, how many people do we have on the audience? We go right into it. But um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Listen, door knocking, you really, you, you really, for me, door knocking is, was the life, the, the, the life of my business, you know, and that came from pretty much from you. I remember watching you doing it and, um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, Mike Ferry teaches the concept of just door knocking. But you said, you know, fuck that. You know, let's go door knocking, you know, cold calling. Let's just door knock on people's doors, right? And I got videos that go way back from door knocking. And I've, I've, I've built what I believe to be a very solid foundation business on the grounds of door knocking, getting people's emails, running ads on Google and Facebook from people's emails that I get, and staying in contact with people and doing a great job. That's really how I built this business. And, um, you know, back in 2014, 15, a lot of people were cold calling, Brian. You remember that? A lot of oh, people yeah. were calling. Yep. A, lot of, a lot of people call down, but a lot of people have this whole robocall thing on their phone. So you're not getting a lot of contact, but a lot of people were getting a lot of contacts back then. Yeah. So one of the things I, I've learned over the last uh, solid seven years, we've been grinding it out, like in the streets is you have to adjust your business to what's happening in the marketplace. You really have to adjust your business. I just learned recently one of our phone numbers was getting blocked by spam. And you, you have to constantly be checking the stuff, you know, and, and see what's happening. And um, it just had to, and it wasn't, it was my personal phone that was showing up as spam. So I've learned some tricks along the way and, you know, it's, it's work. Um, Listen, man, I'm looking forward to your event. I don't know if whoever's going, they're going to get a lot out of this big event. We're, I'm excited to be there in November, November 6th. And I'm looking forward to that. BC. It's really going to be a great event. I've put a lot of things on the side. South Carolina, this event will be one of the biggest events in my opinion. Absolutely. Like if you guys don't know, this is the D Distinguished Agent Summit series, right? And I'm doing episodes with a lot of the speakers. And, you know, if you guys at any point want to get a ticket, check it out. It's at my original website, briancasella.com. I have a ton of new ones, but that's the one, and I'll be sharing it in the comment section and all that. Um, but yeah, man, you know, it, it's been cool. We've been friends for a long time, man. Um, obviously, we both 
grown, developed, and done our thing. And one one of the things I want to ask you is, and I don't know why this is still, and maybe it's because it's demonized, right, with ads and all that. You said it, you know, you built your foundation and you really built that core going door to door, making calls and doing the traditional stuff. And, and I get that question all the time, like every six months. Does it still work? Do people still do it? And I mean, flat out, it works, right? Yes, absolutely. It works. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> if you're in my market, don't do it. I'm kidding. <laughs> it works. It works. I mean, I was just on the phone with a, I got a property on the market in Miami and this came from a phone call. I left a voicemail and they mm -hmm. called me back. It's a listing from right by the Marlin Stadium and a uh, great, great guy, you know, and uh, he just called me back and I got together with him, listed the home, never spoke to him, didn't spend a single dollar on marketing expense. It was a phone call, a voicemail, me speaking into the phone and he called me back. So uh, it still works. You know, you, you've seen the big deals that we put together. You've been part of it. You know, you went this, we did the big video on that land deal. And that was from, from calling. So I prefer door knocking, to be honest. But yeah. I just don't have the time to be doing it anymore. I've got there's so many other things I'm working on and, and, and between my clients and stuff. I, I wish sometimes I could turn off my phone because I, I enjoy door knocking, frankly. I wish I could turn off my phone and just go do a full two-hour session of door knocking. It, it's, it's, I used to do it just to get out of the office. To be honest, I did it when I saw you doing it. I said, shoot, if he's doing it, and, and you're an athlete too. I like walking. I like being in front of people. I figured, let's go out there and door knock. So I, I would bring my phone. I couldn't bring my phone with me and door knock. I would be, I would be on the phone the whole time I'm door knocking now. Yeah, so I think, I think what I would like to do is go back to door knocking again, but with a team of like two or three people that really want to learn how to do it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and maybe come work with us or however that works. But at the end of the day, it's something that works. And if you mix the traditional with the new stuff, you fuck, you, you, fuck, you, you 10X, yeah. 10X, man. I, I send postcards to my clients. All right. Everybody that's known me for years, they get one of my beautiful, we do a photo shoot every year, you know? Uh, so we send fresh photos every, every month to our clients. It's almost like a portrait thing that we do it as. And at the end of the day, it's really a marketing piece that we do that it's not tacky. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And our, that's an old, that's a traditional method. You know that. Yep. There's people that have door knocked on their doors, which I hand wrote their address. And I put it in my database of the 232 people that get my mail every month. Yeah. And, and, and that goes along with, I forgot how we met. Al. I, they just forget how they met me. They just know that I'm a great agent and I do a good job mm -hmm. for them. That's what I like about this. It's like you stay in front of them enough and, um, it works if you're willing to show up to do the job. That's how I see it. Um, people really still ask if phone cold calling works. I'm <laughs> Bro, I mean, it, it's, it's, well, I mean, we live in the era now where, you know, like if you remember, I don't know, even four, five, six years ago, if you'd go on Instagram or Facebook, it was just chronological people who posted. Now it's algorithms. They want to show you what they want to show you. Every yeah. second or third post is an ad. You know, I'll be going on stories and stories. Half of them are ads now. Like, so it's different in, in, in that sense. So I think people are seeing so many different things or they're seeing enough of those ads saying that doesn't work or don't do it, do this, that they begin to question it because they're being bombarded with the opposite. And then here comes this dude, me, and I'm like, hey, cold call and door knock. They're like, what the hell? Like everyone's saying, don't do that, you know? So 
I, I really think it's it, it's a it's a manifestation of just kind of the world that we live in, bro. And um, and and I think it's going to keep going that way, right? And it's think about it. You're new, and you're looking at potential new things to do and ways to grow your business. Mm-hmm. One of them is I can chill in my office and do stuff on my phone or computer, or the other one is I have to take my ass outside and go knock on doors or make calls and get my ass kicked. Even That's if fun. You, yeah, even if you know the second one is the right one to do because you're going to err on the side of comfort and not go for the rejection, you're going to want to create the justification to sit behind your phone or your computer, right? Absolutely. And that feeds into it too because it, it, it's, it's our own process. So, you know, I, I think the beauty in it is not just the deals, it's your personal development because I think what other uh, career choice is going to put you out there like that where you have to just you know, go balls to the wall and go door to door and be vulnerable and be open to being rejected and being made fun of and ridiculed, not getting deals, you know, building your business. So, you know, but, but, but that, that, that's a separate discussion, right? What I want to ask you, dude, is, you know, as time has gone on, you've been in the business for a while. Are there any, you know, off the top, maybe one or two things, maybe three that you can say that, okay, yeah, we've stuck to the traditional stuff and integrated some new school. Is there anything that maybe was like a bigger change or more of a drastic change that you made, maybe hiring people, changing out your systems completely. Was there anything you did like that along the way to help you sustain your growth consistently over the years? Good question. So I, I, we've, we've had to, like I said, change. And a lot of the people, they use the word pivot. I I don't know. I just call it change. (laughs) To me, it's a fucking change. We got to make a change. All right. That's all. So what we, we, we started, we've done so many things from Okay, so let's go back to the first time I hired my first agent. I taught her everything, how to do it all. And then she went on her own to work for a, a new development company. And I said, holy crap. So, they, so this, this is really not a good, a good gig for me. So the second time I did a better job of doing my contract. So I've had to really get my, my, my ass handed to me. And that's how I've learned. And obviously, I check in with friends like you and other friends. And we just ask questions. Hey, man, how did you do this? How did you do that? So let me tell you, of the top, things that have worked. I've been calling, 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 you know, people that need, that don't need to sell these so just randomly calling neighborhoods, calling canceled listings. Okay. Calling, um, there's other systems now which are more sophisticated that somehow predict if somebody's going to be listing soon. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a matter of figuring out if you've been in the home more than seven years, your likelihood is very high. That's just yeah. like, that's how I see it. Just look at people more than seven years in their home. And that's a change that we made in our business model too. Mm-hmm. Instead of randomly calling, so that's one change we made. So I would write down whoever's looking at the call and who to call. Call people who've been in their home more than seven years. Don't complicate it. You've been in the home more than seven years, just call them. Um, yeah. so, so you're asking for a big one thing. They're, they're really, the big one thing is showing up for work every day. That's really <laughs> the big one thing. It's, it's you know... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me write that down. Let me write that down. <laughs> because there isn't like a one thing or one tool. The one thing is just showing up every day to work. And one of the mind tricks I played on myself for many years was I had a boss. I said, okay, I have a boss. Shit, I got to do this for the boss. Fuck, I got to do this for the boss. Because sometimes if I play that trick on me coming from the medical field that I was in, I said, shit, the boss, the big supervisor wants me to do this. So hold on, I might lose you because my headset are you there yep you're good um by the way airpods are the worst that's a different story <laughs> i use them to run but they're the worst they just died so um so the one thing is showing up for work really period okay 
but how I got this whole muscle built up was telling myself I had to go do it for somebody. Somebody needs my help today and I'm going to go and do it for them. You know, because a lot of times we'll do something for someone, but not do it for ourselves. So I said, let me go find the people that need my help. And then I started cashing in checks, three grand with $100,000 listings. I started taking 7% listings under $200,000. And these are cold calls or door knocks. So, yep. so we stuck with the method of getting the value that we put out. People like to cut their commissions. We don't cut commissions. Like not any other questions, you know. And obviously, if it's a repeat client, we do that. But we stick to the model that doing right by people and getting what we're worth goes a long way. And guess what? The last thing I got to say, you get nothing. You, you don't lose anything for asking, right? So just ask for the business. Everybody, you're talking to somebody. Hey, you know, we're working on this big project. Do you know anybody looking to buy or, or even sell a place, anything like that? Ask me for business. I think making real estate part of your conversation, I believe, and I could be wrong, that some realtors, when they come into the business, see it like, like they're worth less because they're realtors. Like, oh, everybody's a realtor, so they're worth less. <laughs> It's really something that's a mental shift that has to happen because it's not, it's not less. It's really a job. Right. I mean, you know, how noble is that? You're showing up every day, you're working. That's what you would be doing if you were working at Starbucks, you know, having to, to work. So, so frankly, I, I feel that the, um, the, delivery, the delivery of what you said you're going to do at a high level mm. pays dividends. I have one client in particular, probably – one of my top clients, they're all top clients, but this particular client said to me, look, I had no shortage of realtors. You know, he's, he's like 90 years old. He's had no shortage of realtors that want to work for, for him. And he's handed me as he's picked me as the one guy to do it. Why? Because I've shown his house at 7 p.m. on a Sunday. You know, I've, you know, these high end properties, sometimes you got to work a little bit more. And uh, I've had to show that property at 7 p.m. So showing up and going extra and use social media to hold you accountable. I've been doing that. I started doing that back then. I started to post me door knocking so mm. that I could be held accountable by people that were looking at me and say, hey, Anthony, back with you. Anthony was with you. And Anthony would say, hey, man, I haven't seen your video of door knocking. What you been up to? Mm. And, and that would put me in my place. Like, oh, crap, I got to get back out there because <laughs> you start making money. You start getting listings and sales and you stop doing the things that what? It got you there. Yeah. It's, it's the one thing that kept happening to me. I'm a human, yeah. so that kept happening to me where I was just on traction, three, four, five, six million dollar pending, and suddenly I didn't have to door knock anymore. Suddenly it was all good. And then it would hit me. It's a 90 day business, you know, yeah. a 90 day business, right? This market probably 60, but a 90 day business. So whatever you're paying, getting paid today, Let's look back at the last 90 days from what you, what you were doing back in June. Whatever you're doing in June, you're getting paid today for it. Mm -hmm. So the one thing has been really showing up at work consistently, consistently, and making the mental shift early on that, that being a realtor doesn't make you less than because everybody has a real estate license. I'm actually just more annoyed by people that get the real estate license that don't go to work on it because it just puts a bad name for realtors that really want to go out there and put in the good work for people. Absolutely. So I, that's, that's one pit peeve I have and I see it. I go into, I go some dinners or lunches and I talk to people. They're like, Oh yeah, I got my real estate license. I'm a realtor. They say, actually, I'm a realtor. And I said, Oh really? I actually, I start asking people now, what job do you have? And mm -hmm. what I'm finding out when I ask people that have a, that are realtors, they actually answer that question. They tell me they have, Oh, I work 
doing this during the day? If you start asking that question, you'll feel better about yourself if you're doing real estate full time. When yep. people say, I have, oh, I have a real estate license, oh yeah, what other job, what, what job do you have? If you ask that question, however it works for you, you're going to learn that you're going to find out that people actually, these people that realtors have a job, they actually yep. have a job. My job is real estate. I've been working a lot more in the land development stuff recently. My job is on the phones, either with an attorney or with an engineer or with a surveyor or something related to real estate. I am not, I'm not dispensing medications in the, you know, in a pharmacy, for example, is if I, I'm doing this full time. And that's what I try to get. If anybody can get that in, in, in their head, I believe it will really make a difference for them. How long have you been licensed now, Al? 14, 2014, I got my license. Wow. So eight years. Cool. And, and this is the cool part, you know, is, you know, Al's going to be there and, you know, you're getting people with a lot of experience speaking and, and talking. It's, he's not some social media influencer. You know what I mean? Like he built his business off of social media. So that's cool. Um, you know, one thing I want to wrap up with and then we'll, we'll get to the end is you actually you're, you're one of the rare cases that you had like a, a six figure plus career that you left to get right. into real estate. Can you tell them about that a little bit? Very humbling, man. Very humbling. And I thank one of my early friends in the real estate business in my office when I got my license. This guy was 60 years old. He had just lost his job of um, like making $250,000 and he had two kids at 60 years old. He had to go out there and, and work. And here I was, 30, and I just shifted career from a pharmacist, okay? to realtor everybody was like what are you doing are you crazy you know why would you leave a six-figure career solid you know six figures as a pharmacist like a farm d i got i have my diploma back there hanging it's the only place in my office that you'll ever see anything related to pharmacy because it reminds me every day you could be anything you want to be i was a pharmacist and one day i took my jacket off and i said i'm not coming back to pharmacy and i still have my license i never came back that thing sits there just to remind me that mm. you could become anything you want to be. I, I make zero dollars from that degree, zero. As a matter of fact, you could say I make all my money from that because that taught me how to communicate with folks, how to provide a good service, how to actually generally care for people and shit like that. So I, I really thought for me it was humbling. I couldn't see myself door knocking. So this friend of mine met, met at, the, you know, at the office he said, no, man, what are you doing? Let's go door knock. And we started door You remember him, right? Yep, he used yep. to see me door knocking back with, you know, the gray hair guy. We door knocked back in the days for a long time, man, together. It was fun. It was great. We'll go grab, you know, we'll go grab some lunch before and we'll go hit the street. So I partnered up with somebody. We weren't partners. It was just buddies. We were just buddies. And I looked up to him. He was 60 years old. Had to go out there and make it happen. Yeah. You know, and, and here I was, 25, 30 years younger than him. And I had no room to complain about it. I just had to go yeah. out and do it. So I really, I really think it's mental games. And I think one of the things you realize, and, and you teach a lot of this growth, it's all mental hacks. It's all little hacks that you implement every day, right? It's little you know, tweaks that you make in your daily lives that changes the outcome, you know? Like, I didn't want a door knock because I felt like I was a white coat guy with a jacket. Why am I going to go down to that level of door knocking at somebody's door? Why would I go to that level, right? And it was the opposite. I was in control now that I was door knocking. Hmm. I was more in control because I can door knock, smile at somebody. I didn't. I never got shot. I never got bit by a dog. Then I come across crazy people, maybe one in my whole career, that said that he would shoot me, but that was it. 
you know, nobody else, you know. The bottom line is it's safe, in my opinion. I believe it is, and I believe in most areas it is. I could be wrong. And Al's good, man. If somebody pulls a gun, all he has to do is point his head at him, and the shine will blind them, and then he can run away. (laughs) That's right. This this one time I I came across it. Dude, and then I remember, uh, to what you said, I remember making the calculation the first time how much I was worth per hour. Yes, that was was yeah. yeah, and then I was like, dude, I make more than fucking doctors and I'm going door to door. So please tell me no, reject me. I'm getting paid every time you do it. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. You brought me back. I used to really track my numbers like that a lot before. And I would see like $550 an hour, you know, based on the hours prospecting, the 17 hours it took to service a listing overall, to, you know, during the life of the listing, yeah. all that stuff together. I was making 550 bucks. At one point when I was calling and I was making an appointment, Every nine calls, I made an appointment. I was like, I like 900 bucks an hour I was making. Yep. So, and I was taking 7% listings, getting an appointment. Every ninth caller, I was certain I was going to get an appointment. There was no question about it. I could tell you, I was on the phone 7.45 in the morning. And I'm telling you this, by the time I hit 10 contacts, I will have an appointment. The question becomes, I remember one time Colton asked me, why the hell people like you just go back to the office at six o'clock to call, to call, call more people after you went on two listing appointments? Because I'm just, we're wired like that, right? We're just, we're just wired like that. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. So, but you know, bottom line is prospecting is the only way any business works. It's not just real estate, it's any business, you know? Absolutely. So, um, any, any final words and comments, Al? I'm excited to see you again. I'm excited to have you a part of the event. I think this is the first time I'm doing an event and you're you're a speaker and you're a part of it, right? Because you've come to the events, but this is the first time I'm actually making you a speaker. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. I've got, I'm working on some things that I want to just, you know, expand realtors' minds and what they can do while they're out there. You know, now I look at a building differently than I used to. I've been doing, by the way, thank you. You sent me somebody commercial um, from from Canada. They haven't, you know, we're still working, trying to see what they're going to find. They may not come to town yet because the leases are more expensive in Florida than they thought it was. But I, I, I've been doing a lot more commercial stuff. I just closed a uh, big building last week. Um, a nice. nice commission on Friday. We closed on it. It was a grind. And um, for me, I just think realtors, mm-hmm. licensed agents should start thinking bigger, right? Just thinking yeah. bigger. Well, I don't know how to do that building. I didn't know how to do it either, yeah. you know? But you know what? I said, look, I'm going to just believe in me. I'm going to help you sell it. And she's happy it's sold. So my final words would be just write down on your journal, right? Like I have my journal right here. Write down in your journal. I have things written here from 2018, 17, 15, and 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 have come to fruition, truth, truthfully. So I've at least, I was old, whatever, but just write it down. Hey, 20 deals in 2023. Just write down 20 deals in 2023. How do I get to 20 deals in 2023? I need to take 30 listings out of the 30, you know, you know, whatever you know that probably give you more deals than 20 but the bottom line is just come up with a number that works for you and write it down and track track your numbers i'm so glad you brought up the tracking thing because when i started tracking my numbers and see what i was making per hour my friends in the pharmacy were making 70 bucks an hour yeah. and they thought it was a good amount of money right now here we are door knocking people making 700 dollars an hour yep so it's a big difference i would say big tip for everyone is to start tracking yeah. Get a piece of paper and don't get complicated. Do you have a tracking device or do you have a, a tracking software? Yeah. The tracking software is this. I go old school as hell. I got a note card here. A lead that I speak to this morning. I put their name right here. 
I put a date on it. I write it on my phone. But if it's in front of me on a note card, I see it in front of me. So I'm more tempted, tempted to call them, frankly. I mean, that's just my way. If yeah. I see it in front of me here, it's not that my phone doesn't work. But if my phone is hidden with my Facebook, my Instagram, my Snapchat, TikTok, everything is all in there. But if I see Brian Casella, 5 p.m., I know tomorrow I'm going to call you at 5 p.m. because it's written there. Yep. So that's the one thing I'd say. Track your numbers and just write shit down. Go old school, man. Grab a pen and paper, you know, and just go old school. Best thing you can do. So uh, appreciate you coming on, Al. Uh, if somebody wants to reach out, follow you, where should they contact you? Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, I would say Instagram is fun. I post a lot of funny shit. Al Tori, um, A-L-T-O-R-E-E, two E's at the end. And um, I was getting a lot of spam, so I had to make it private. I had to take down the professional account recently. I don't know if you, that happens to you or something. I was getting a fuck, an incredible amount of spam every yeah. day. So I had to make it private, but I'll be making it back to public soon. But yeah, just go altoryhomes.com. All my hashes, are, they're all there, altoryhomes.com. And you know, just definitely reach out. Any questions, you know, I used to talk to Anthony a lot back then too, when he was doing this full time. And a lot of people just reach out sometimes and ask a question. I'm, 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 I'm an open, I'm an open book. You know, you can call me. I'll tell you what you want to hear. Hell yeah. I won't cool, fix your problems, but I'll tell you what I did to work my yeah. problems. Yeah. Cool, cool, man. Well, again, if you guys are interested, BrianCasella.com uh, for the tickets. Al will be one of the speakers. Uh, it's really going to be cool. November 5th and 6th. Al, yeah. appreciate you coming on, man. Um, but yeah, what what I can do for the people who maybe um, are going to circle back or watch the recording, I'll go in the comment section. I'll put his Instagram. I'll put the website again, just yeah. in case. All right? Cool. All right, everybody. Thanks. Peace out. Looking forward to seeing everyone. Bye. See you, dude. Yeah.